0: Welcome to the Gold Circle, Australia's number one netball podcast. I'm your host, Nick Bleeker, and with me, as always, is Luke Top.
1: (laughs) Yay, where... I don't actually know if we're number one. Aren't we it now? Because Bianca Chatfield did the block or something. I don't
0: know. Are you going to watch the block? I am. No. Oh, okay.
1: I do like Carla DeLocky, whatever her name is. She was a good netballer. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I think it's going to be fun she to watch. it's kind of nice.
0: I would. I don't usually watch the block. I watched it for like the auction part at the end. But I'm
1: really bad with reality TV. It generally <laughs> has to be housewives. They're really the God. housewives. <laughs> um, yeah. That's it. Like I watch all of the housewives'ness. I do the Bachelor. Ugh, can't These, do that. Bachelor and Bachelor. I can't do Love Island. That's boring. Love Island's rubbish. Prince Charming. Have you seen that yet? No. Oh, you should watch that. No, that is hilarious gonna It's so that. bad Oh god No oh, I'm not gonna watch that They Man, should have yeah. a gay like I know that was supposed to be the gay bachelor But it was just terrible It was like just a Because he giant. was like an ex-escort It was like not realistic at all Oh Yeah When was that on? Um, It's on Stan You can watch it Because all my girlfriends are watching it at the moment They're yeah. like two years behind Because it came out in 2016 And I bought it on iTunes Because I'm <laughs> Cause I was like, "This is going to be good," and then I got it. And some of the guys were lovely, but some of them were just like, oh.
0: "Look, I'm not going to watch that. Yeah. It doesn't sound good."
1: No, you should watch it. It's pretty funny. One guy gets sent home. I loved that. Um, but they pretty much just sleep
0: with all
1: sleep with each other. <laughs> sounds like pretty it, much it, which every which is other- not realistic. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: sounds like every other reality show. All right, <laughs> we're going to discuss some netball this week. Oh, so yeah, we-, we have a- we had a loaded week again. So this might be a bit of a long <laughs> pod. So we're going to start I don't think there's any diamonds left Yeah, no, right? No <laughs> diamonds Yeah, they're actually, yeah, diamonds are no longer a thing um, We'll get to the selection for the diamonds that came on Sunday um, shortly But we're going to open with um, Shani Layton's retirement from netball completely um, A couple of days Ba-ba. ago um, Well, actually, yesterday was recording this on a Thursday night um, I feel bad because I've been really, like, harsh on her this season
1: And I feel really guilty when I saw the news Because <laughs> I was like, oh, shit Can I list out
0: our achievements? Oh yeah. sorry. My so, um, forty-six two gold medals, forty-six test caps for the Diamonds, uh, two gold medals at yep. the Nepal World Cup at Singapore and Australia. Commonwealth mm-hmm. Games gold at Glasgow. International Player of the Year in sixteen and seventeen. Australian Diamonds Captain in seventeen. World two premierships. Uh, you? Adelaide Thunderbirds, yes. eleven and thirteen. Correct. Oh. Uh, ten and thirteen. Ten, 10 and thirteen. Oh yes. my God! Slap me in the um, face. Uh, this is um, this is a huge loss. I think I, I know that we've been pretty critical Four of her. Eyes. No, food, I, but experience. Yes, I, I think just. To, well, you have to look good at it in a in a grand scheme. I know that you're going to roll your eyes because you hate her. No, you hate I, her oh eternally my god, it's okay.
1: Do not say um,
0: that. I do not hate her. Look, I I feel like to me, Shani was a. It, was, it sounds like she's died. Um, oh. To me, as a player, Shani was a big, not so much an influence, but it was such an entertaining player to watch over the course of her career. I I started watching netball. Oh, Maybe four or five years ago now. For me, the, the latent that I know is the one that was with the Swiss during their massive runs against the Firebirds and the rivalries there. They obviously didn't really, they were never able to capture the flag, but yep. um, the fact that she oh, was such a. They had some amazing. Oh, absolutely. And amazing I think names. the fact that she's decided to retire is not entirely surprising given her form. Um, we were saying, we, and we have been saying for a while, that her form has just not looked like she's been checked in. And we figured that she's just sort of getting back into the game. And to her credit, in the, in the retirement announcement, she basically said straight up that she just doesn't care. She's done exactly what she wanted to do in netball. And I mean, that's I that mean, sort that, sort that resume is, is pretty legit. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I think this is a huge loss um, for Australian netball in terms of just being able to watch someone who... Has such a commanding presence and such a fierce presence on the court. Um, for me, as a fan of her game, um, and see, and being and having the pleasure of watching her play in two grand finals um, live, um,
1: with that booming voice,
0: yeah. you can honestly, you can hear, you can it. hear it's, it
1: in the entire stadium.
0: It is unbelievable. And I remember when she got called for it. You remember that the yeah, umpire well, basically told her to quiet. To do it. And yeah, I,
1: and she used to get in trouble all the time for where she was standing out and she'd be yelling. Yeah, can't do that.
0: Again. <laughs> Which I mean, she's uh, just scrappy. There's just a pa- there's a passion there that I feel like some some netball players don't have. I'm not singling out anyone, but just in general, I think there's like an a passion that she's had and a fierceness that she's had. Like you said, she is a really scrappy player, and she's been known like her physicality is what made her. You know, starting one of the starting defenders for the Diamonds for for so long, and I think the fact that she's, I think it's really refreshing that she's taken the time off and she said, you know what, I think I've done everything I need to do at netball. I want to try mm. something else, and I think if I'm Channel Nine, I snap her up and put her in the commentary oh, great box. Commentator, but I'm yeah. not sure she wants to do. I was going to say I don't think she will. I actually feel like she's probably going to go into basically. For me, it's like, you know, the, I think it's... She'd be a great sports manager. I was going to say, person. yeah, or I reckon she'd be a really good defensive coordinator or advisor of some sort, just going into clubs and just sort of I don't necessarily feel like she wants to be that close to netball. To netball, yeah. That was the only other thing I can think of, is that, like, the fact that she's... I think she's disconnecting herself from it a little bit makes me think she's probably going to take a step away and, and attempt to and do other things that she really loves. And, and whether it's to do with netball, who knows, but...
1: I feel like... <coughs> um, her. I feel like Guy's having the baby and her obviously you know it's well documented her mental health issues but I think as well um, this is just a theory I have absolutely no idea but um, logically I think for her she probably had an expectation that you know regardless of her form she would kind of get that batten um, and I think maybe previously in prior years, they necessarily, you know, they would make exceptions for form and go, no, this person has been... She's been the backup goalkeeper for pretty much the Diamonds yeah. for the whole time. Well, I mean, the
0: Diamonds did that for their selections. Yeah, exactly. Right, I took, yeah, yeah, I
1: know, exactly. Um, and, and I think she felt like there was going to be that exception. <laughs> yeah. Um, that she was going to be the exception to the rule. Um, and then, obviously, she had those tours where she wasn't, in, wasn't selected and yep. they went with Courtney Bruce. Obviously, Courtney Bruce, you know, to her credit, took you know, full advantage of those opportunities. Um, But I I can't help but feel like that's a bit of a tough break on her. Yeah. Because I really think, you know, being behind guides, you know, they tried, I remember at the World Champs, was it um, 2015? The one in Sydney? Was that 2015?
0: Uh, Yes. I think so. Yeah.
1: Anyway, um, they tried to slot her in at Gold Defence. and Weird. It was weird. weird And it didn't work yeah. But what they were trying to do is basically mould And change the game So that it, Everyone could basically Get an opportunity To fit on the court And you know Guides obviously had said I'm not going anywhere Anytime soon Yeah um, You know Leighton you're going to have to adapt Because you're not going to get The goalkeeper bib And I think that takes a toll Especially when You know You look at how good Her resume is And not To get the opportunity To sort of command That presence yeah. um, Is difficult So
0: and I think because Nepal is, especially on the international level, it's not very. It's Lisa Alexander is not very. Like, I mean, recently she's been more into it, but I think in terms of rotations, having Geitz, you know, start in GK and then rotating Geitz out into Leighton doesn't make a lot of sense because, like, like Geitzie could be having like a straight fire game, and Lisa Alexander's like, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to stop her off. She's having a great yeah, game, Yeah, exactly. And so I think no, I don't want to. I don't want to discount. Shani's achievements But it's always felt like She's been second fiddle Yeah Even though I I Which is a terrible thing to say Because she's had such An illustrious career And I don't mean Like that Like that's just to me How it felt Because Mm. For me When I look at Leighton the last couple of years, she was... i, I Me, personally, she was the top two... Def- like, her and Geitz were the top two defenders in the in If the not number one,
1: because there were a few seasons there where yeah. she
0: was the top defender. Honestly, she was the one thing that scared me the most when I was a Firebirds fan, going to yeah. those finals. I was like, I think the key to the Swift's win here is not... It, it, it's not—it's—it's Sharni Layton. And if she can disrupt what Tippett and, and Aiken are doing. And mm. I think her moving to Collingwood last year probably... I think for her, she wanted to see if playing in that sort of environment would reinvigorate and push yeah. her to a new level or to another level. And she's honestly, she's still at, she's still young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, uh, I just I don't th- think it, it it worked. And I think honestly, having the time away and being able to spend time with her family and with her boyfriend and being able to assess that stuff and and obviously going through the throes of of, of handling a mental health. ...issue and all that sort of stuff. I think just at the end of the day, she just decided a better option. Yeah. And I mean, you could tell, like... I know
1: we'll get into the games later, but you could definitely tell from the game this week... Um, yeah. ...that she was very frustrated. And the only thing I will say is I'll kind of be a little bit devastated for her... ...if in two years' time she goes, oh, I was actually really frustrated about the team... ...and the situation and the bad coaching, which is obviously well documented on this podcast... Um, and elsewhere, it's not just us. Yeah. Um, and if that was such a huge factor in her decision, I really hope, you know, she sort of says, like, she doesn't want to play anymore. Um, but I don't know. I, f- I feel like if she had the right opportunity with the right people and, you know, in a year's time, look at Ingles, that could happen. Um, Honestly, anything can happen. Like, yeah.
0: You know, like, Renee... She she retired And then she didn't Yeah I mean and, and Leighton for all we know Could find a fire in two years And be like Hey I'm available mm. And And she might Hey she might play full mercenary And just go around to teams And just be like I'll defend you for, I'll defend for you for a season Yeah um, But uh, We figured we'd start the pod Because Shani I think Has been such a A foundation for For defences And people that You know My girlfriend You know When she plays Like in social She like Models her game around Leighton in terms of just you know, setting herself up and being aggressive Angry and physical and, and all that sort of punching stuff. People punching people. <laughs> so aggressive. Um, <laughs> I think she gets that from you. Not it's not me. What are you brain. talking about? I'm, I'm a Um So yeah, we figured we'd just, we give her a bit of a rundown and, and have a chat about why and how... Um, It is very sad, it, it's, but it's, but it's, it's also sad, great for her on a personal yeah, level. Yeah, I think that's the most important thing just to get sort of a bit like PSA, I think that sort of mental health stuff. You know, if you're... You, if you, if you're able to recognize that you're not doing well and finding things that make you happy and doing that, then do it. And I think that's, that's exactly what's happened with Leighton here. I'm, I'm really, really bummed that she's not going to be playing next season. Um, I mean, to be honest, it does make way for other defenders to to step up, and and it also, I think, the wave of retirement no that's for the Vixens
1: oh I know but I'm saying Ooh, that now yeah. that yeah but that's a, that's a perfect example backup, of those yeah. backup players having an opportunity, Getting opportunity. to start exactly
0: yeah. and I think the wave of retirements that we've had I think is, it's starting to spell a new era for the for the Diamonds and that is a wonderful segue to the selections for the Samsung Diamonds for the upcoming Constellation because we had series. a viewer question we had a viewer question Listener yes question. we did sorry because we're not on TVs oh, well we will be one day maybe who knows We'll do a yeah, video. I don't. Yeah, no. I'll do a video podcast for everybody. I'll
1: need like <laughs> expensive
0: makeup for that. I don't need makeup. <laughs> I, got, I got a massive beard that'll come up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so, okay, Santa. So, so, so Jess, um, Jess uh, has emailed in a, uh, a wonderful email. Um, so we have got two questions. Well, three maybe. Is that uh, like Jess Ansters at uh, me.com or something? I'm not revealing the last name. <laughs> um, just out of... Uh, I, don't, I don't know if Jess wants us to talk. Mm. Yeah, sorry. So, Jess asks, please discuss at length the absolute joke of Ash Brazel getting snubbed. Four WDs in that team and she's not one of them. Yes. <laughs> to answer that, I got the notification for the selections... For this time, I'm sorry, team? but Kimmy
1: Rav in that team. <laughs> yeah. Like I I'm a Firebird supporter, and there is no effing way that Kimmy Rav should be in that team <laughs> yeah, and not Ash Brazzle. Yeah. Like not even not even in the slightest. Like that's not even like uh, Like, I understand Jess Ancest is in there because You know, it's she's been up and up. I, I know, yeah. I, and I and I agree with that. But um Jamie Lee Price? Over Brazil? Really? Yes. No shade, but
0: really? Okay. Really? Just to finish Jess's question. um, And she wants to know our thoughts on the rest of the Diamond Squad selection and mainly how important do we think it is to maintain existing domestic connections versus building new connections for international netball? So I figure what we do is we'll discuss the actual team announcement for the Diamonds Yes So we've got in the goals Caitlin Bassett Tegan Phillip Caitlin Thwaites Gretel Tippett Steph Wood In the centre court We've got Jess Anstis Renee Ingles Kate Maloney uh, Jamie Lee Price Kim Revellian Gabby Simpson Liz Watson In the defenders April Brandley, Courtney Bruce Sarah Clow Emily Mannix Joe Weston So my first assessment on this Is the defenders Great I was just going to say that
1: Nothing wrong with the
0: defenders Happy with that Sarah Clow Well
1: deserved She is All of of every Every single person On that list
0: Happy is Larry to represent um, The goal is Bassett, Philip, Thwaites, Tippett And Wood, great selections um, Tippett, I think there's, there's a lot of outcry for people I know, about that. That people make any so sense. shady She is in the form of her life right Agree. now Agree, Tegan Phillip um, I think Tegan Phillips' has been chosen Because she's a bit more of a veteran And I think she is able to stabilise In the goal attack a little bit She's sort of like mm, Pettit Pettit's sort of injected for a bit of stabilising true. I think that's I just, my assessment
1: She did though at com games and i think there was a series before that might have been the quad series where she just blanked
0: yeah that is true yeah think, oh, she oh, oh. could
1: not perform very well yeah
0: she did struggle a little bit under the pressure but she's yeah. honestly she's in really good form too um yes i'll grant that but the uh, the goal is um i think again great selections i'm really digging it um the center court that's where we had the issues Ooh. so liz watson 100 percent I would actually, uh, there was an article I think put up in the Super Netball for the MVP. Um, I would totally put her up there. I don't know if I'd put her as my MVP right now, but she is having a terrific season. Gabby Simpson's a shoe She's just consistent. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And I think she fits into the Vixen system so well. And she also translates that to Diamond's Netball very well too. Um, Gabby Simpson, obviously, because the best. Um, Kim Ravallion, why? Uh, Jamie Lee Price. I'm not sold on Jamie Lee Price, to be honest. I That's a confusing selection to me Because
1: Look, I understand They want to get youth into the system And that's fine And that's cool But I Yeah, I don't understand I don't understand How you can exclude Ash Brazel But then Bring in Jamie Lee Price
0: Honestly My Okay, so this is If I'm Lisa Alexander And I'm doing reselection, I I bump Revalian I throw in Brazel And I have Maloney run the centre Yes. But Brazil not getting selected, I'm sorry, is a joke. That, like, that, is, a, that is a ridiculous joke. Revellian
1: can't even, like, sort of lock down her starting position on the team. She doesn't look interesting. So, can I just say, um, when I looked at, I think it was Netball Scoop, um, had a quote um, from Lisa Alexander about Rav... And her argument for her to be selected in the team was based on experience and the fact that Fair. most of the people other than Renee Ingalls have zero or not that many caps, um, which I don't necessarily agree with because, like, Liz Watson, she's done a good solid two years now. at Diamond. So, she's solid. <laughs> Gabby, Gabby Simpson, uh, yeah, super solid. Um, obviously, you got Renee Ingalls... Like, Kim Revellian, I don't understand. There's no possible way that makes sense. The, this, the lack of did selection. Did she pay her? Is there,
0: <laughs> is there a bribery thing going on? The lack of selection for Ash Brazel is one of the most perplexing things I think I've seen in netball for a long time. Yeah, I don't Re- understand. This is... <laughs> I wanted to
1: like, shake. she's worked her butt off this offseason. She did the AFL. She's done the AFLW. Um, which she was like injured for. Quite she, a I think she it. played
0: two games for the Magpies. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember, but yeah.
1: But it's because she was putting so much effort in, like all the training days, and then she's come out this season and just like annihilating people.
0: She looks, uh, and honestly, the, the the fact that she's played in AFLW, I think, has translated and absolutely benefited her netball career. Yeah, absolutely, Because she looks like a different. Player.
1: Sorry, I will... Can I just, like, quickly slide back to Shooters? Because yeah, yeah. something did just come into okay. my head. The only problem I have with this, and I agree with Tegan Phillip on the form, um, but I would probably sub her out for Medhurst.
0: Yes. So, that's because another... She
1: has the versus... Med, the only reason I said that, I'm not saying, like, Victoria, please don't send me death threats. The only reason I'm saying that is because I think her being able to slide into wing attack is a really good versatile option and she's shown yeah. that this season Especially when they with brought mass. Stanton on. Um her feeding's impeccable. Um i i think it's a weak ass argument from alexander today saying that you know she doesn't shoot volume enough um no i'm sorry of course she's not going to shoot volume enough because she has the best goal shooter in the entire league slash world yeah shooting away why would she bother she doesn't need to and in the times that she does shoot she's shooting at a pretty good clip so put that to bed darling
0: I am no. Sorry, sorry, Nat. That that was complete disrespect for me. I did completely forget that you were also snubbed for this. I I actually think Philip is is a perfectly good selection. I also think the the justification that I think I read on the netball scoop article that was uh, published today was that Lisa Alexander said Medhurst has a tendency to get shut down, and then that basically ruins. the Yeah, and I was sort of like, what? I don't. I don't think you under like. Sorry, I, I say, I'm saying this as if Oof. I'm like telling Lee Ellison how to coach. But like when I look at the Fever, if Nat Medhurst gets shut down, it's not the whole Fever that gets shut down. The The team is able to adapt. They're still able to win. But it's one of those things where it's like, oh, the Fever seemed to struggle when Nat Medhurst is shut down. So like, if we put her in an international system and she gets shut down, the same thing's going to happen. And it's just like, yeah... Because a player is getting shut down by like a good defense, that's how it works. Like Teagan Phillip could ha- it could happen to these like to Teagan Philip could happen to Gretel Tippet. Actually, Gretel Tippett, not so much, but like Steph Wood and Teagan Philip, the, the the you know the smaller GAs who would probably end up struggling if they've got lockdown defenders on that side of the court. So I don't understand. I feel like if I'm going to sub out players, my player subs are going to be Kim Ravi out for Brazel and Tegan Phillip out for Nat Meadows.
1: And I think this is what perplexes people, is it's all good and well to say we're choosing the team based on form. But then you can't turn around and say, which is what Alexander said today, that Kimi Rav knows she probably just made the team and that she needs to pick up her game. Um, moving forward, she needs to play better and let's hope she works out her game in the meantime. You
0: can't do that. That's the most infuriating thing. How ridiculous I've...
1: is that? Oh, we pick, we didn't pick, you know, whoever based on form. Oh, but we kept this person in because they've been playing in the diamonds for however long. Like, that's ridiculous. What about Medhurst? She's got way more caps than that's Rav. That's insane. Like, that's stupid. Let her play in the diamonds, let her retire and then you can pick someone else. Like, yeah.
0: honestly, it's stupid. The, this is one of those things where like... I don't know if I'd weigh up What competition means more To be honest Like I don't want to like Say each competition Means less But I feel like It's like One of those things Where If you're like Okay You know Let's give Medhurst A last run For What's the first Quad series Let's give Medhurst A run in the quad series First See how she goes. If she doesn't look that great, it's her last quad series. She can retire exactly. or do whatever. That's fine. And then in the con cup, you can throw in whoever the bloody hell you like. Yeah. Right? Except make sure you put Ash Browse in there because she's probably still in form. Mm. Um, I I don't know because I feel like when I, we look at, we've discussed diamond selections in the past, we've always felt like it's it's been pretty good. And then obviously we've been sort of judging it based on form where it's like Kim Rav's form's been out, Leighton's form's been out. Um, You know, we're not too sure about who else was, who else? I can't remember. But we sort of look at it and go, to me, this selection as a whole is, it's really good because I'm glad that like Sarah Klaus getting a run, Emily Mannix is getting a run, Steph Wood's getting a run. Um, Ingles is getting a run Ansys is getting a run Ansys I'm like re- Low-key in love with She's Yeah terrific. she's a really good player um, Kate Maloney's still getting a run I was Jamie really- Lee Price oh, I, don't I- Jamie Lee Price I'm saying Her is a youth But I think there's also A dog factor with her Because she's very Very dog On the court Which I kind of Kind of like But I feel like Price is probably Not going to get A lot of court time but I think I don't think she'll get selected <clears> in the final team. That is true. I mean,
1: I mean, if this is about giving them experience and all that sort of stuff, sure. But I I can't see how. And Kimi Räv. And this is another thing that I took out of the netball scoop
0: article. Um, Lisa Alexander, uh, and we'll get to the game shortly. But Lisa Alexander was saying that Brazzle has an opportunity to get selected. Oh yes. Based on how she finishes the season, and I'm like, um, Lisa, have you been watching <laughs> the ball? Are you serious?
1: I've I felt exactly the same way. And how shady is that? Did you even did you see the quote about Liz Watson?
0: I didn't actually. I didn't read the whole thing. Oh I was my like god,
1: she she's like, oh, you know, obviously Liz Watson has done fairly well you- <laughs> at wing attack for the la- for like however long. But we're still looking around, and you know, we're sort of telling everyone that that's still wide open in the wing attack slot.
0: <laughs> Lisa Alexander, there is no other better wing attack.
1: <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know whether you know how yeah. they had the two assistants leave, like Rosalie Janky yes. and the lovely other lady that I don't remember. Uh,
0: oh god, I'm blanking too. Yeah, I'm blanking. Are I they announced the coaching stuff for it? No,
1: she said that in the article oh, that okay. she's working because so apparently it's slim pickings. I was like, Wow, <laughs> you just—I I don't know if she did like an eight ball in the bathroom before she did that interview. <laughs> My calves <laughs> but, are tensing out of like just oh, so angry. But I wonder if Rosalie Jenkins was just like this barn's on fire. I'm out. Like <laughs> yeah, she's, she's she's just like I'm done, girl. I'm out of here.
0: So, given that this squad's obviously not the the final final squad, if The Diamonds underperform in the Quad Series in the Crown Cup.
1: Oh, I don't see that happening. I mean, but if they do,
0: what do you do as Nepal Australia? Do you no?
1: But I don't think Lisa Alexander is going to do anything.
0: No, but do but no. If I'm Nepal Australia, do you go? All right, Lisa, I think it's time that we also. Well, I was
1: wondering that because at what point do they sort of go? You've been great, but we need to get. A new coaching, yeah, with new ideas. Because I, I think there is a little bit of frustration. Like, did you see the passive-aggressive
0: Ashley Brazzle post? The LOL, yeah, yeah. I retweeted it, and I was like, Ash, I am one billion percent with you. Because yeah, holy cow.
1: Well, there's obviously frustration there, I know. so I think it's going to build up because you can't. You just like, you know, she's in form. This is just <laughs> the most ridiculous selection. Like Kimi Rav. like
0: you, just insane. Honestly. I don't want to, like, pepper too much spice, but I feel like Ash Brazl was like, why was Ravi selected and not me?
1: Does make it awkward at the Magpies.
0: Well, I... I- she can't even get talk. Um,
1: well, that's... I think she... That's the other thing she said. Is she said, oh, you know, Ash Brazl's played, like, full games... Um, so you know she looks great or whatever. Yeah, and it's like yes, because yeah. she is great. She's been able to stay on the roster.
0: Like, <laughs> she's in and form. play
1: all of the games. Yeah, like what? Like Shay Brown is competing. Like one would say, like if you're Shay Brown, you're like, I'm knocking this chick out of the center position, and you're telling me I can't make the diamonds. Like what the fuck is going on? Yeah,
0: it's. <sighs> I, I'm really Honestly, I'm really curious. I'm I'm curious with excitement, but I'm also really. Because I'm not happy at all that no. the, the honestly, I and would say that in terms of wing defence, Brazel this season in terms of form compared to Simpson is pretty much like Even. shot for shot. Yeah, like I agree. I'm on. a five supporter, yeah. and
1: I actually, I actually think there's been a few games where Simpson's actually given it away. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And Brazel has been solid the whole. Obviously, they haven't had the wins, but. um Ruzzle certainly I, I, has done everything I
0: think that's such a in her garbage power. Excuse though to be like, to oh, we're going to base it, it. Yeah, exactly. Like um, we're going to base it on standings. No, base it on form. It's not based yeah. on. Oh well, the Thunderbirds are underperforming, but they've got the best shooter in the competition, right? They don't, but. Just as an example, um, Jess, we're probably not going to have much time to get to your last bit, which is talking about domestic connections and international. We'll get to it next week, I promise. Just because you're, no, know let's a bit. just do it now. Are right, you sure? Yeah, All right. let's break it down. Um, so Jess wants to know how important. Well, this
1: is the other frustrating thing I found. Yeah, right. Because they're trying. Because she, the other thing she said is, you know, we have to look at existing connections. Blah yep. blah blah yep. blah blah. Okay, so what she's trying to piece together is the fact that you've got Tippet, um, and Simpson and Revellian. And their connection that used to be, what, two years ago now? Yep. In the Firebirds. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Like, I understand the Vixens thing because, you know, they've had so- two solid seasons now. Um, and, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of players that are retired now or didn't put their hand up for selection, like mm-hmm. Beck Bully. For Sure, would have made the team, and Kim Green definitely would have made the team for some reason. I thought she retired from international, but then they put in the article that Kim Green was elected not, yeah, yeah, or sorry, elected not to be available. I'm like, um, she's retired, (laughs) but anyway, um, yeah, like I understand that, but um, obviously, you got the Vixens factor. Streaming through this. Um,
0: so, how, how, how important do you think it is? Like, the, the domestic compared to international connection. I don't really think it's a huge issue.
1: Like, I understand... I understand, um, I understand watches, you know, what people argue about that and the fact that those connections are important. But I think because the Suncorp Super Netball is so serious and I think... Um, you know, it's such a professional sport now. I think everyone knows what everyone else is doing anyway. Yeah, like you get a scout on a player, you know what? Like, if you asked a sun, if you ask someone like Shiny Leighton, she's going to tell you, "Hey, this is how the Sun uh, Sunshine Coast Lightning run their offense." Like, she will know every play. Yeah, because that's what you do as a professional sports person. Exactly. So, I don't really think it's a huge issue.
0: Now, yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. I feel like when I look at it. Um, I feel like that's an excuse. I actually think it makes the competition more interesting because having those international and domestic connections means that players like the Roses are able to scout better yeah. and able to defend better because watch Mentor on Bassett.
1: Well, I think Roses are a perfect example. You've got those like scattering of people that play over here. They're not playing the whole year over in England exactly. and they're winning gold medals. It really doesn't matter. No, uh, yeah. I mm, Obviously, yeah. you need the time together as a team, but you know if you're picking the best athletes it's not gonna matter yeah exactly um i think it's just an excuse to pick the team that she wants to pick yeah um and you know you look at um pettit and how long she was left out of the australian team before they decided that she was you know good enough even though she'd made like what three finals two finals (laughs) Um, To play And I don't like that culture Like I think that's a bullshit culture You should be picking the best players Not based on Like I understand the experience Obviously you don't want Like no caps in the entire team Um, But based on form
0: That's not gonna gonna happen It feels like jobs for the boys a little bit Where it's like Yes It's I think Where's my bra I I, need to burn it I think Lisa (laughs) Alexander is um, I, I think Australian netball is so petrified about losing and I think some of I think some of the Australian public sort of wants wants us to go through a bit of honestly like turmoil garbage time yeah because it's sort of um. like it allows other teams to develop and the
1: other the other thing after the know. Com games how she could even select Kimi Raikkonen I know yeah that is like I
0: that's I I think yeah and the, how
1: much frustration is going to build know. in the team based off that is going to be a problem yeah like you can't. Yeah, I don't understand. It's
0: really disappointing that um, Ash Brazel is 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 out, and I, and, Med, and to be honest, the both Med, both Medhurst and Brazel handled handled it perfectly.
1: Yeah, well, they don't have any other option.
0: No, they don't. And I think at this point, Brazel was so up on her form, and I think everyone in the competition was so up on her form that it was basically like she's a shoo-in for selection for sure, you know. And it just it doesn't materialize because the selectors have just gone, well, we're going to go with what we know is best. We might just throw a couple of people in there to make it look like we're like, ooh, we're branching out into a bit more youth. Yeah. And they're not picking people based purely on form. And Mm. I know that perhaps if you continue to pick on form and more players retire and you're obviously not blooding players early enough, we might start losing. But, oh, heaven forbid that Australia loses netball on the international stage. Who cares? Like, we want competition.
1: Oh, I don't want to lose. I never said that.
0: Okay, well, I'm. I'm. But I actually. Happy, but are you happy with competition, or are you happy with Australia winning eighty to fifty every? No,
1: I'm happy with form because with form you're going to win. You're going to lose if you have Kimi Rav starting at center. I'm sorry, like
0: we're going to yeah, lose. She's, yeah, well, she's she's average. But I think my my argument is that I want netball to be more competitive. So if it means that we have to rebuild. Oh yeah. Then I think that's a necessity that Australian Nepal needs to take.
1: Yes, but I think Nepal Australia's argument with that is that the de- there's never really been a rebuilding phase for that is Australian Nepal. So it is very weird. The depth the depth is so there that yeah. it's not a problem. The problem is is when you don't select the depth and you select people based on um, some could argue, Victoria, don't kill me, that uh, Maddie Robinson, her selection in the Gold Coast um, com games that, that was a bit of a captain's pick, not really based on form. Um, kind of
0: felt like it to be... Yeah, honest. yeah,
1: and Kimi Rav as well at that time. Yeah. Um, so, I've, yeah, I,
0: I'm i really pissed off. Yeah, that's really average. Um, anyway, we're going to move on to discussing and dissecting round 11 uh, rather quickly so we don't run over time. Um, we're going to start with the uh, Sunshine Coast Lightning beating the Magpies, 58 to 56, in what was an entertaining game.
1: Leighton, oh my God. I like was dying. When she put Sea Bass on the floor like three times, I was like, ooh.
0: Yeah. Um couple of uh interesting things. I think the lightning here they looked terrific and then they choked to like a thirteen point lead. And then I got concerned. Um Whew. Um so No
1: I I I wasn't Like, if I was a Lightning fan, I wouldn't be concerned. I think it was the drama of the moment that made the Magpies, like, sort of pull their shit together. I think they knew, like, this was their season on the line, and they were always going to close out that game. Regardless, if it was a fever, it would have been, like, those last two quarters would have been tight. So, I wouldn't be overly concerned.
0: I think the the Magpies were sort of... To start the game, I actually felt like they were resigned to the fact that they were not going to make the finals. And... I feel like their chemistry
1: is really bad. Like, I feel like they're all angry at each other. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> I mean, Maddie Robinson, to her credit, had a really real. I mean, honestly, the Magpies girls have been handling their press conferences perfectly. Yeah. Uh, Maddie Roberts had a post-game with yeah, uh, that was actually Clement really Miniman, solid, which was terrific. Um, and she was discussing just the chemistry stuff and how mm-hmm. I, you could tell that. I don't think I don't think she said the word disappointed or disappointment, but it felt like she was and. Um, She was very clear and vocal about some of the issues that the Magpies had and they just basically saying that they're not clutch and all that sort of stuff. And honestly, this is sort of the stuff that I think if I'm a player that's playing for the Magpies and I see that from my captain. She's captain, right? Manny Robinson, I think so. Surely, Surely, I would say so. I I, I find that quite galvanizing. I feel like I'm like, holy cow. Like, If I'm Magpies management or if I'm a player... I probably sit there and go, "Man, we need to rejig, whether it's me moving on, or whether it's the club making movements and stuff, I mean, we've been discussing it for the last yeah, season." Yeah. I mean, and a half.
1: fundamentally, you can't go past the coach. I mean, <coughs> they need to make serious changes with yeah. coaching, and, and if they don't, yikes. I don't I don't think many players will stay, to be honest. Yeah. Which I know there's going to be a disbursement of talent,
0: that's for sure. Yeah. Um I think for me the um the, this game was pretty sloppy I think in, in, in parts Ash Brass looked terrific Erin um, Bell started off really shaky and then she she started to scare me because she started heating up and then they started freezing her out which was incredibly confusing because yeah. Caitlin Thwaites while she is one of my favourite shooters
1: had a sort of
0: Clutch, non-clutch yeah, moment. the Magpies decided to not ride the hot hand, which doesn't make much sense to me because it was so clear. When you yeah. watch the broadcast, I mean, obviously they can't, but they're watching play, it's like, oh, my God, Erin Bell's heating up. Like, she's starting to hit him from mid-range. She's starting to hit him close. She's starting to get confident. And 84% it 31 shots. Like seriously, start feeding her the ball. Yeah. And they started freezing out and they started looking over and they're sitting there and they're, they're looking over and looking for second chance and pushing over the other side. And they're turning the ball over because the Lightning's defense is just is bang on. And, yeah. and per- I
1: think that's kind of been the, a little bit of the tale the whole season in the fact yeah. that um, I think I said to you on the day, I said, I'm really confused about how they sort of have managed that Aaron Bell situation because I really think they should have – you know, you get her involved early. Get her yeah. involved early, it makes, you know, for mentor, it, you know, confuses the space a little bit more because you've got two people that can actually shoot the ball. Exactly.
0: They're not, it's like, because I think. Initially, what happened was Pretorius and Mental was starting to sag off her because she was getting the ball at mid range and not refeeding. So she was like, "Well, I'm just going to jack it up." Yeah, and she'd miss it. And they're like, "Well, easy because we're just getting the rebound." Exactly. Yeah. We weren't. There were times
1: where she wasn't even defended. No? Exactly. Yeah. Pretorius yeah. was just
0: like, "All right, well, I think <laughs> Pretorius basically recognised. She's well, like, 'Well, you're going to miss it, so I'm going to turn around.'" And, and if you and thwartes. the other
1: thing is if she refeeds out to try and get close to the hoop, Ravi and uh, Robinson <coughs> are not going to give her the ball. They're going to yeah. try and go back to Thwaites.
0: Do you think the Lightning's defense is the best in the comp at the moment? Uh,
1: yes, I, I would say so. Uh, even to... after
0: this week, considering Firebirds win?
1: Um, I think, for whatever reason, Queensland's kind of got that defensive end sorted. Yeah, they? I know, right? It's <laughs> yeah. more the attack end that is kind of the problem, because I know Seabass... She some... shot 100%. Well, yes, but I think there was turnovers down that Yeah, end. there, was, there yeah. was a
0: couple where she just sort of gave away some I wish she'd be and- stronger
1: as well. Like, the, the problem is is I feel like she gets pushed around and then she tries to be like, I'm going to be strong. And then she gets called for the offensive contact. It's the, contact. Fru- yeah, the yeah. frustration fouls, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, and so it just, uh, ugh, like, that was kind of... And I actually felt like Steph Wood was a bit patchy. Um, um, I, I she of, had like 4 or 5 turnovers
0: uh, Yeah I, uh, yeah, She had 4 general play turnovers Yeah, hmm. um, I feel like it was weird because I look at the attacking end for the Lightning And they always seem to sag up Like they'd always push up to one side of the court Instead of driving straight And then spreading the play So all every single time they'd be running up and driving the ball And they'd be pushing it out And yeah. so all of the Magpies Whose defence at times looked stellar yeah. Um, oh actually I'd probably argue that it looked pretty good for the whole game brazil was just yeah <sighs> ridiculous um but for me the lightning just seemed to push it up to one side of the court and then they'd be looking for opportunities and i think there was a moment as well where sherry and brown looked a little bit gassed and they were just sort of like oh we keep pushing up there we keep having to come towards the ball and get the second chance opportunities to feed into the circle and all that sort of stuff and when i'm watching that i'm sitting there going okay it like Kelsey Brown's like sitting there and she's like fighting through two defenders because the Magpies are like, all right, we're gonna put two on her because she's like she's small, yeah. She's gonna to have to fight through contact and fight through bodies, and it's just. And I think at that point, it's that sort of secondary feed or that feed from Brown is just sort of stifled a little bit, mm-hmm. and then I think because Bassett is trying to basically set her up and get get herself the space closer to the basket she's going to start giving away those fouls and they're going to and, they, and they're also passing over her and she you know they're throwing the ball out of bounds like straight away yeah so i think for me when i'm looking at the lightning i think it was better of just cleaning things up and i think this game's probably not a 58-56 it's probably like 58 to 50 yes or maybe 62 to 50 i definitely
1: felt like they were sort of um, in the driver's seat because you know Leighton got her inter- she got a few intercepts even Brazel got a few intercepts yes, and then there would yeah. just be turnovers like there were cases where <laughs>
0: they'd get an intercept <laughs> it'd be turnover. amazing <laughs> and it'd just turn it the hell over yeah and, and to me when I'm watching that I'm just sort of uh, it's really frustrating to watch as just the viewer because it's like oh my god control the ball like Sheesh. Anyway, so the uh, the lightning are still in contention, um, but we'll see how it goes this week. So we're gonna move on to the fever defeating the Swifts seventy four to sixty eight in a massive scoring game for both yeah. teams. The Swifts look locked in for two quarters before the uh, the fever basically were just like <laughs> with a fever about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you key, what do you key takeaways for this one? Because Janila Fowler had sixty one out of sixty five shots, which is just like, just insane. I want to vomit. That's incredible.
1: Um, I think it's a good win. Um, I think for me, Fever, they had their kind of hiccup moment, yeah. I think, um, where sort of defences were working out what they're doing and how they can defend it and probably do that better. Um, I think now they're sort of, I feel like they're locked in a bit more and they're like, yeah, I think you're going to see, uh, I feel like a lot closer games now from them, but they're just going to stick to their sort of attack and doing what it needs to do to get... Yeah. points on the board.
0: I think it's a really interesting contrast between the Giants and the Fever this week which looked more of a contender this week because the Fever adapted to a really strong push from the Swifts for the first two quarters.
1: Well I mean they've kind of always been the dark horse team like yeah, this series. Yeah whole absolutely yeah. They're, they're like, the team they've that pushed, pushed everyone you. pretty
0: much. They're really Litness really annoying. a bit. Um, and I think when I look at this for, for the Fever this is honestly a really good win. Uh, it's a high scoring win. Um, but also the fact that the Swifts basically just kept on their tails for the majority of the game. I think that third quarter, I
1: feel I feel bad for Swifts in the third quarter because I feel like at some point, like watching it, I was like, at some point yeah. they're going to have a dip.
0: Yeah, it felt like that. It was like yeah. there, there's something coming. I like, I don't know whether you'd base it basically. It's just like okay, you guys are going to start getting gas in the third because you're already you've played two high intensity quarters and you've won those two two quarters by pretty solid margins by three points or two yeah. points. Like that's pretty good. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like for the Swifts, like, this is not – this isn't bad. I feel really bad for them
1: because I almost feel like now that you notice that, you know, they were crying foul when they had more wins than other people above them on the leaderboard (laughs) and then now the leaderboard's kind of leveled out and they're sort of still in the same position. Uh, Yeah, I feel feel so bad for them that they're in this position, but I feel like they're just going to –
0: yeah. I think they're basically sort of leveling out at this point. Yeah. Because, like you said, the ladder is starting to, to even out. Yeah. And starting to basically solidify... But, to be fair, when you teams. look,
1: like, brand-new coach, Brian Ankle's done an amazing job. Absolutely. They've built again this year. Like, I feel like next year is just going to be even better. So
0: It's... Yeah. This is, honestly...
1: Because I don't I'm see so any of these people for a moving. Swiss fans. Yeah, I feel like because Rob Wright left, they've kind of like this is the call. Sisters in arms, like yeah, that no no one's going to move. Yeah,
0: this is the call for the Swiss move. If you're a Swiss fan, we've said it time and time again. You must be happy and excited. Your future is incredibly bright. Yeah. Um, all right, we're going to move on to the Firebirds throttling the Giants sixty-four to fifty in a very surprising scoreline.
1: Weirdest game ever. <sighs> um, Look at Romelda Aiken's start line. <laughs> I was so confused.
0: Tippett carried that uh, 35 from 51 for Aiken for 69% gold shooting clip. Um, The Giants looked um, not locked in. They did not look. No. They they looked like they were just sort of, they were there out of of obligation to play.
1: Look, I think they just played terribly. Like, I think they interviewed someone and they were like, look, we just played garbage. Yeah.
0: Um. Like straight up. Yeah, it was
1: is probably one of the worst games I played this season. Not to take anything away from the Firebirds, I am a Firebirds fan, but um, yeah, I thought they just played really bad.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was really frustrating to watch because that second quarter is such a low scoring quarter, thirteen to nine.
1: Well, I also felt like um, the referees this weekend were a bit insane. Yeah the, There were some mm. really bad calls And there was also What annoys me the most Is it was like ends Because there was one ref <laughs> Who was calling it right And the other ref calling it bad Yeah So as the ball As they switched ends And the refs moved Then it was just like Ugh
0: Yeah And the Firebirds demolished the Giants In the third 18 to 10 um, I don't know This is I think this is a good wake up call For the Giants Because I think For me This screams a bit of complacency On their part yeah. Um, Pettit and Harton, like Harton, didn't look particularly in- interested. She looked a bit out of place at jo- goal attack, which a bit weird because I think that adjustment by Julie Fitzgerald's been really good because she's long and she's aggressive. Um, mm. Pettit had a solid game at eighty-eight percent. Um, they bought Chrissy Bryce on for like seven minutes, and
1: it didn't. I was because that's their kind of ejector seat. Button. Yeah. Like yeah, she yeah. comes. No, honestly, because she comes on, they just hook it up. Yeah. Um, which is honestly, it's good. And the defense adjusted I was actually quite surprised Because it's like Oh shit Here we go yeah. um, You know It's Guy, going to turn guy's into and a Jenner, Like
0: My own mind the, the Firebirds must be pleased That guys is basically there to mentor Jenner and Hinchcliffe And Clemesha It's, it's ridiculous Because like The fact that Though all of them look like they've, They're have they basically They're playing 61 minutes And they don't look like they miss a step it, Yeah it, it, It's scary Yeah um, I feel like the Giants are going to, for me, bounce back from this. Like, they
1: the Giants have nine games. <laughs> <We're out.
0: laughs> Would you say that she's the best defensive player in the comp at the moment?
1: Oh, between what are you her and Mentor.
0: So? I was going to say, I feel like... I don't know.
1: Yeah, like, I, th- I feel like the defensive side of things between those two is so <laughs> solid. And then you have Fowler. It, yeah, I mean, she had an excellent game. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I feel like... This is a huge
1: win Where for the Firebirds. Where the hell was that in the gold medal game? Like, yeah. why the hell was she not on
0: the court? Just saying. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's a huge win for the Firebirds, though. They needed that, and they basically... This is a real tight game between the Firebirds and the uh, and the Lightning. So, we'll see. And also, the Giants could potentially fall out, too. They're only on 54 points.
1: I don't see that happening. They could. Who I, have they got next week? <laughs> uh, I
0: don't know. Actually, should... You can check well, the that. The
1: Firebirds way. have the Thunderbirds, so oh, they have the Magpies.
0: Okay, interesting. Um, and we'll, before we get into our tips for next week, we'll get on really quickly to the Vixens throttling of the uh, Thunderbirds, seventy-three to forty-eight. Um, poof, that first quarter was dire. <laughs> uh, really like what I saw from Charlie Hodges. Um, Cat two of our tie ninety seven percent twenty eight from 29. Yeah, she did well. Me, oh, me and no man, oh man. Um, I as much as I love seeing Cat on the court, I would prefer to see Shimona Nelson and Charlie Hodges playing out the rest of the season. Um, what do you Any takeaways from this one? Um, not really. The, Vixen, the Vixens look lethal. And oh, I know they, it's against they the Thunderbirds, really good, but my god, I like the fact scary. that scary.
1: I I like the fact that they rotated some players off because after twenty-one okay. yeah. nine, um, I pretty much was like, cool, maybe I'll make some guac and dip and do something else. Yeah, like
0: put on the office or something. <laughs> or <whatever. laughs> yeah. no, what, could... What's that show you were watching on Stan? Uh, the, the, oh, Prince Charming. They, they put well, that on. Um, um <clears throat> yeah,
1: no, I, oh, yeah, I thought Dehaney was great. Um. Like where have they been hiding her? Like yeah. <laughs> crazy. I, I
0: honestly, uh, the vixens are the they they they're scaring me uh, in the finals. I think if I'm playing them,
1: yeah. I mean,
0: because they're rolling into form. I'd
1: have to look at they are rolling into form, but I think I'd have to look at like matchups, um, like player to player matchups. But yeah, they're, they're certainly yeah. rolling into form.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean for the Thunderbirds. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, honestly, like like I said, as, as, much as, it is, as great as it is to see Cat two of our tie back in, I honestly would prefer Nelson and Hodges just playing for the rest of the season and getting Cat a couple of runs. I don't think Cat should be playing. I mean, Cat played 46 minutes, but... I don't know. I feel like if I'm the Thunderbirds, I start running. Or, I mean, at the end of the day, they're, they're going think, to completely the team her anyway. I think they're
1: running her because they'll probably try and contract her for next season.
0: I was feeling that. Even though she's confer- she hasn't confirmed whether she's playing next season or not, but it feels like she probably will because I think... One out of obligation, but I also feel like she genuinely wants to play.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, when you have those situations where you haven't been able to play and you're contracted, you kind of yeah. feel obligated to come back next season. Yeah,
0: absolutely. You want to sort of follow it up and back it up and prove form if you can and yeah. you know, do as best as you, as you possibly can. All right, tippies. Yes, round 12. So, we got the Magpies and the Swifts Magpies playing at home.
1: I'm going to say the Swifts because they're going to be so angry. The,
0: uh, the Swifts? Mm-hmm. Oh, Okay. Oh, right, the Swifts, yeah. I'm going to go with the Magpies. I feel like with Layton's retirement, I'm, I'm feeling like they're going to be playing for something a little bit here. Yeah. No, but the whole Rob Wright correction, the Swifts are going to be like, F you, that Rob is Wright. I, They they When Brian Akle, when they beat them a couple of weeks ago, Bryony Akle's face was just yeah. like, it was delicious.
1: I, I'm <laughs> going them, so that's okay. Yeah,
0: um, so we've got the fever and the Firebirds, fever playing at home. I'm going to say Firebirds. i got the fever. Um, but the Firebirds, given the fact that they throttled the Giants this week, this will be close. I feel like the matchup between
1: Geitz and Fowler yeah. is going to be good. That's going to be
0: like the premier line, yeah. Like, well, thing to watch this weekend for sure. And um, the Thunderbirds and the Lightning. Thunderbirds playing at home. Not Lightning. Yeah. Be very surprised if the Thunderbirds win this. The for the Lightning, this game to me seems st- that they need to win four quarters in the game. Well, actually, they just need to win four quarters because if they do, they win the game. Um, so for me, if, as a Lightning fan, that needs to be basically a sweep. They yeah. do every single one of those Because if they don't That really put, uh, It's really starting to tighten the screws Yeah um, And the Vixens and the Giants This is going to be a big one um, Vixens playing at home Who you got? Um, Vixens for me
1: I was actually Yeah I think Vixens are going to win this
0: Based on form I think the Giants yeah. have lost it a bit but, I mean, they could win. I feel like the, the key thing for me on this one would be, like, the Giants basically being like, yo, we're out for revenge. Like, we want to prove. let's like, oh, they were complacent. We lost by 14 points to a team that started off slow and all that sort of stuff. We want to prove that we are the premier team in the comp. And I think that's that's a huge thing. But, honestly, the Vixers just look – they look really deadly at the moment. And I don't want to go anywhere near them. Yeah. Hell no. Um, all right. That'll do us for this week. As always, you can get us on email at thegoldcircle at gmail Thank you so much for your question today, Jess. We really appreciate it. Um, you can get us uh, on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Just searching the Goal Circle. Give us some stars, give us reviews and stuff. We do love to see them. We do check them as well. If you do leave a review, we'll shout you out in the pod. Do
1: we will. We, do I have? I've never checked them. Do I you do. check them? Yeah. Or do you look at them? What's my job, man? My bad.
0: God. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, on Spotify as well, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your pods. We, um, we love that you listen to it. We really do appreciate it. Um, and we'll be back next week with Round 12 with the Sun Curbs of a Netball. Peace.